Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing how you can connect with us on social media, and also how you can support us. We are reachable at this lovely podcast on various platforms. We also have several YouTube channels: The Hand Network, Check It Round Table, and also the Asian Drama Club. I will drop the links in the description so you can check those out. You can also reach us online at our website. That's onacar.com. That's O-N-N-A-C-A-R-R.com. You can support us through either PayPal or Venmo. Our PayPal email address is roses r o s e s out of the snow o u t o f s n o w at gmail dot com, and you can support us also on Venmo. The the connection for that is at on a car, and that's uppercase O and uppercase C, and it's O N N A C A R R. The last four to verify are one one four three. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we're discussing the Thai BL drama series Never Let Me Go. This series stars the same two main actors from Fish Upon the Sky. This has received a lot of hype in the recent few months leading up to its release because it's supposed to be kind of a less cringy production and more kind of gritty and mystery crime thriller kind of thing. So anyway, I've watched the first episode, and honestly, I still am kind of left with it's a little too cringy for honest taste. I mean, no offense, they're they're working really hard and the actors are doing a fine job. It's not that at all, but the storyline leaves kind of a lot to be desired, to be honest. So this opens with the main character Nong Dio looking out the window because his dad is late for his birthday, and telling his mom that his dad's business is more important than him, and he knows it. And I'm like, no offense, but the whole beginning premise of the show <laughs> kind of sucks, brick. I mean, no offense. I'm like, I would never want my children to think that my business is more important than them. In any universe, so I'm like that. Really, was kind of off-putting at the beginning. Then Nang Dio plays a song for his mom because dad's late to come home. His dad comes home, gives him a birthday cake, sings happy birthday, tells him that he wants him to take over the whole company and be the leader someday, and he will be the one to carry on the family name, which is very long and hard to pronounce for those who are not Thai. No offense at all, but. It, Pretty difficult. Like I don't, I don't know if I could say that three times fast. But anyway, so at the end of the day, Nangdio has a lot of pressure on him. I mean, no offense, it is not easy being Nangdio. Plus, he speaks he speaks fluent Chinese, and fluent Thai, and fluent English. So his dad wants him to start taking over the company in his final year of high school. And Nangdio is not really sure he wants to start taking over managerial things at. Only eighteen. His dad also gives him a necklace, saying he is the only one in Chinese characters, meaning that he is the only one, and all their hopes depend on him. Which, again, 
this is a lot for an 18-year-old to have. I mean, no offense, by the time my kids are 18, I definitely want them to be able to know they are capable and able to handle any situation. But I'm also not going to be sitting there going, I expect you to be the only ones that hold the light for our family. I'm like, that is way too much pressure, people. So I was very unimpressed with the beginning of this show and how it started out and how the parents are relating to Nangdio. Now, Nangdio himself, I'm not, how does this, it's kind of like how I feel about Cutie Pie, the series. The main character in that, I really, he's not very likable as a character. He's just kind of a little bit mediocre, at least in the beginning episode. But I still feel bad for him because I'm like, you know, no kid should have to, at 18, be put in control of a company or in partial control of a company and feel like they are the only ones that their parents are putting all their hopes on. I mean, that is just way too much pressure. But anyway, after that diatribe, Nagyo and his parents are leaving the place where he was for his party. And as they're leaving, they're servant says, you know what, I'm going to go get the car so you guys don't have to walk in the rain. The servant leaves and then a gunman comes and shoots Nangdio's dad and leaves Nangdio and Nangdio's mom leaning over the body, just bawling their eyes at because the dad is dying. And it's a very strange scene. We really don't know what was the impetus for the shooting. It's just this guy kind of comes out of nowhere shoots Nangdio's dad and then leaves. Nangdio's dad dies. Nangdio's mom then takes over the company and says, you know what? My husband entrusted this to me. I will be in control of it. And you can tell this upsets who we later find out is Nangdio's uncle, who is his dad's brother, who I'm thinking is probably the one behind his dad's murder. Just a wild, non-specific guess here. But anyway, and, um, Everyone is asking questions about Nangdio's dad's death. And one reporter says, what about the basically underground activities he was doing? Is this what caused it? And she's like, you know, if you know anything like that, just let me know. But I don't know what you're talking about. So we don't really know if Nangdio's dad was completely above table or not on his dealings. He owns the like top luxury resorts in Thailand. So that's how his family has gained their wealth and prestige. But anyway, we then shift to the sea and the bodyguard's son is fishing and says, basically, you know what? I don't have any set goals in life. I don't have any plans. I, I don't think I'll be staying here because there's really no future here for me because we can only make so much selling fish. And so he then goes to sell the fish on the um, at the wharf and his dad comes up to take him back to Bangkok with him. You find out through a series of events that basically Nangdio's mom was really, really worried after the death of Nangdio's dad that someone could try to kill Nangdio. I think this is a very, I don't mean a very rational feeler after what has happened. So anyway, she asks her husband's servant, who they call uncle, to go and 
get someone to be a bodyguard for Nangdio who can be with him basically 24-7. And it won't seem very awkward because if, if he goes and gets his son, they're about the same age. So it will just seem like he maybe has a friend with him who is, you know, walking around, mucking about, whatever. So anyway... The bodyguard's son comes to live at the residence, meets Nongdio's mom, Tanya, and Tanya's talking to him and saying, oh, you're good at sports, you're good at this and that. You know, you're basically the opposite of Nongdio, who is not good at sports at all and is good at academics things. And Nongdio hears this and is kind of disgruntled. He's like, this person is everything I'm not, and mom is talking up to him. So he basically gives this kid the cold shoulder for quite a while and then taunts him because the kid was out swimming in the pool in the middle of the night which totally freaked Nandia and he decided to go out with a loaded um, gun to see what the matter is and the kid literally pushed him into the pool so he wouldn't shoot the gun and hurt himself or other people and it wouldn't make noise. He then took the cartridge out so he couldn't hurt somebody because Nangdio does not really know how to use a gun very well at all. And so he's like, I don't want Nangdio killing himself while I'm supposed to be watching him in the middle of the night. So anyway... Nangdio promises not to tell on the kid that he was swimming in the middle of the night, and he says that basically the kid owes him one. Now, at the end of this episode, Nangdio and the kid are kind of in this, I don't know what you kind of call it. Basically, Nangdio is forcing him to become his friend because he doesn't have any friends at school. Everyone tries to make fun of him or try to leverage his position to get what they want. And the kid's like, you know, I'm not really sure I want to be friends with Nongdio. And I think that's a very legitimate thing. So I'm like, you don't really force people to become friends or you shouldn't. It's like something that just naturally occurs. But anyway, but as he's asking, as Nongdio is asking this kid to be his friend instead of his bodyguard, the kid is shifting back to the countryside where he was talking with his dad and his dad says, you know what, you're going to come to Bangkok with me. I'll take care of your school. We'll take care of your lodging. All that'll be good. But you're going to be a bodyguard for Nongdio. And you need to deal with the fact that this could be a lifelong job because we don't know what's going to happen here. And we owe this family a lot. And he's shifting back to that and going, I could be friends with this person for life. I'm not really sure how I think about that. But at the end of the day, he agrees to be friends with Nongdio. They are at this abandoned, huge building that his dad was going to turn into a luxury condo um, high rise, but was not able to. And there was a floor in the con in the high rise that was going to be just Nongdio's and designed exactly the way he wanted it. But his dad passed away before that was possible. But so far, I'm not, again, very impressed with this series at all. I mean, I was really kind of rooting for it. I was like, maybe this would be, I don't mean, I wasn't, I didn't like Fish in the Sky. Like, I would I would just say it was kind of lame no offense. I mean, there were some good parts to it. I will be the first treatment, but it's not one of those I want to go and do a rewatch on, if that makes, yeah. So... I'm like, I would probably give it a 5 out of 10. I really don't know what all the hype was about because it's like, it's still pretty cringy. I, I don't mean it weird. It just really is. So I'm not even sure I'm going to continue watching it, but I did want to see the first episode and I probably will watch the second episode because I do not think we should make decisions on series based on 
pilots because oftentimes that can be very misleading. So I will give this another chance. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. You can drop us a line. The information is attached to our ad, I believe. And you can also reach out to us on Facebook. Check it at the round table. Bye. Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing how you can connect with us on social media and also how you can support us. We are reachable at this lovely podcast on various platforms. We also have several YouTube channels The Hand Network, Check It Round Table, and also the Asian Drama Club. I will drop the links in the description so you can check those out. You can also reach us online at our website. That's onacar.com. That's O N N A C A R R.com. You can support us through either PayPal or Venmo. Our PayPal email address is roses, R O S E S, out of the snow, O U T O F S N O W at gmail.com. And you can support us also on Venmo. The, the connection for that is at on a car, and that's uppercase O and uppercase C, and it's O N N A C A R R. The last four to verify are 1143. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.